Good day. How you guys doing? This is Brothers B Podcast. I'm here with Darnell and also JT. How y'all doing, guys? Good. What's up? What's up? Wait a minute. I forgot to give you guys your right. titles. Your, your titles. No, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> Can we just introduce ourselves? <laughs> well, okay. You, I mean, wait. The Peter Parker, the teddy bear Peter Parker. There you go. Okay. We got <laughs> Darnell, and then we also have JT. What's up? What's up, you guys? Uh, okay. Well, so far, how's everybody week been? My week so far has actually been, been pretty good. I didn't know I called a parent, and apparently the parent was a teacher at the same school that I was at. Mm-hmm. And I called, because I was calling all parents, hey, you know, let's get your children on, you know, get them on the board, you know. And I said, you know, all I just basically said was that, you know, there's some behavior issues and we want to get them all the right, right thing. And next thing you know, I come to class and, you know, I'm overhearing something, what some of the kids are saying. They were like, I'm not signing that. One girl, she just said, I'm not signing that. I like it. I'm like, hmm, is there a, a petition or something going around here? And here, you know, of course, little young girls, they think they're smarter than everybody else. They just start out that young. And they, you know, what do you, why would you say that? What, what made you say make that? Hmm. Really, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm just just curious. Why, is there anything going around? So I'm thinking to myself, no kid would actually start a petition about getting rid of them. And by the way, they're not. They haven't had to found anybody since February. So they've been going through rotational. Even when I had a class where the, the teacher was out. And because the te- teachers were calling out left and right, last week they had 10. Today, the week before, they had five. So all those kids, when they can't find anybody else to, you know, like a substitute or anybody else to come in, they have to give them other classes. So at my last period, I had more students to cover than anybody else in like mm-hmm. language. But the funny part about this, I'm sitting here like, really, don't tell me the teacher who works there, who didn't actually mention that on the phone, just because I've told her about her, her, her daughter, Yeah, basically told her daughter to get a brighter petition or something like that. So I'm thinking to myself, no, I hope that's not the case. I hope I'm not. I hope I'm not. Sometimes when you capture a thought and people's thoughts will, I hope that. I hope that's not true. Yeah. But it was funny, though. It was very funny because some of the kids were like, no, I'm not writing. I'm not signing into like Wait, that. Wait, did you find out what it was about? Nah, nah, because apparently it didn't work because it was only, this last class only has six students. How many, t- <laughs> in comparison to all the other classes that have an abundance of students in the classroom, that is the last one. That's the last class that basically it's the most minimum amount of students. Right. So what type of petition can you really get? Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was something that was curious, so I'm doing some more investigation. Yeah, let's that. see what happens next week. As I do a more investigation with that, well to, you know, we'll see what happens. So JT. It's up and down. But it's good and bad at the same time. Um my week has been good. This weekend was good. My uh my eight year old niece came over. She spent the night with me. Nice. And that was fun. It reminds me why I do and also don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Because while they can be a lot of fun, they also always need things like food, shelter, uh, <laughs> you know, things like that. <laughs> things, oh, like, she, things like you eight. need, right? Yeah, like oh, things to she, live. If she ate, she, she should know ate. better. She, she, we just did this. We did the topic of adoption last week. Really? No. And I said it because of my 22 year old at eight. I didn't need anything from her. I meant she went and did what she had to do. And I can actually share a story with you. I remember when they were younger, like about 
yeah, about a year, maybe a year down, seven to six. And I actually worked overnight and I was asleep one day after I picked them up from school and I kept telling them, leave me alone because they kept asking me for something to eat. And the same one who I'm talking about, she said, well, if you fix us on the eat, we ain't got to bother you no more. <laughs> so guess what? I jumped up and fixed them Sunday yeah. so they wouldn't bother me. You know, that was yeah. a smart, smart way. It made it. it made sense. That that's not what she <laughs> her her concern wasn't like eating or anything because I, I fed her, but just my attention. Like she she loves her uncle. She just she, Aww, yeah. She, she and, like, and you you so like strange. get away from me. Sometimes I'm like she's always like Uncle D, Uncle D, help me. You know, play with me. Can we watch this? Can we watch that? <laughs> You know, two minutes you, into watching something, she wants to watch something else. Wait, but you mean to tell me a child comes to your house, you don't plan to go out and... No, no, we did stuff. Oh, okay. But right. she'll say, like, like Saturday, we went to the pool. We were at the pool for, like, two hours. We were at the pool. We got back upstairs where um, she changed. She took a shower. She changed her clothes. Within seconds of getting out the shower, she says, I'm bored. <laughs> she gets bored that quick. I'm like, we just got from the pool. You just, oh you just had a ton of fun. What are you bored for? Oh um, my god, Netflix would have been the listen. That I had moment. Netflix. I had YouTube. I had everything ready for her, and it would have been if she was the type of kid where you could just sit them in front of a, in front of something and they can occupy their own time. That'd be fine. But she wants me to experience it with her. Oh, oh, oh like, mm. that's so It's sweet. adorable. It's, that is trust sweet. me, don't that's get me wrong. She's the cutest thing. I will show you pictures. That's my five-year-old. She's the cutest oh, little thing. That's so sweet. But it's, it's, it's exhausting, you know. That's, that's well, you my know, five-year-old. Especially when you go from being single, just worrying about you for the most part, to having, you know, a kid yeah. to, to look after. I will. But, well, let me, I guess we have to look... When Darnell becomes a father, I don't know. <laughs> that's what oh. that's what I think about. Like, oh, am I geez. am I am Are I, you equipped? Am I Are too you really? selfish to to mm. be a dad? I don't yeah. know. But you know what? When mm. it becomes your own seed, you look at it differently. That, that may be true. Yeah, that yeah. may be true. I mean, I love like I have three nieces. And right some now. people are just selfish. You don't have to talk. Well, yeah. that may be Darnell. So yeah. we <laughs> I, <laughs> I have, Darnell I have three recent nieces right now, and I love them like they're my own, but. Being a full-time parent just seems so foreign to me right now. Oh, but um, well, well. other than that, my, also this weekend I found out that my ex has a new boyfriend. Oh, and you been so, keeping track? No, no, no. I I follow one of his friends on Instagram, and mm-hmm. it was his birthday, and she wished him birthday, and and she said, um, and I know your boyfriend uh, is going to give you a great birthday or something, and then she like um, she put it in the boyfriend's username. So I clicked on this page, and the great thing is that he's ugly. So <laughs> I'm completely unbothered. I gotta like, tell you, I, that does I, bring satisfaction. You know, like I'm like, see, you know, I'm like, it's good. Like he didn't upgrade; he downgraded. <laughs> but see, you know what? You got to realize. Mm-hmm. He may look like a killer, but he might got a thriller. Because sometimes that thriller. Keeps no, you I'd rather listen. I'd rather I'd rather have somebody looks like an angel than somebody who, like no, no. Oh I need some my. something cute to look at. Like listen, no, you could have a. I don't know. You I don't know because sometimes you like shopping ranks and it ain't gonna work. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm not, gonna, I don't know what I'm not as saying. nice as Beyonce. Like mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. Sorry. I can't. But if Shava Race can swallow it all at one time. Man, please. And that shit don't work. You still got to look at you his face. You still got to look at him. Here we talk about society. Listen. Let's uh, say what you want. Moving on to pop <laughs> culture. 
Pop culture is where we actually talk about some of the things that you have actually heard in the news and some things you have not heard. So this is the part where we swing this over to Darnell. Darnell, tell me what's going on. First of all, the biggest story of the week, and this is <laughs> this is a bad transition, but uh, rest in peace to Prince. Uh, yes, Prince. He, he passed this away this past Wednesday. Yep. I'm still in mourning. Yeah. I, I Jason's heard. actually wearing purple, a little bit of purple right now. Because I didn't have a lot of purple. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, purple. Yeah. No, when it came to the Prince, yeah. So the, the cause of his death isn't quite known yet. Although, not talk about Prince. No, we as are, usual, we are. We there are a ton out. of rumors going around. See, I gotta find. I want to listen to find out. Don't what talk the about are. Prince. I'm, we're not gonna say anything bad. We're just gonna we're allude gonna, what, what the facts are. Allude. Somebody get it. quiet in here, y'all know that I cut him. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about tell us about your Prince memories. Like, where did you first love, fall in love with Prince? He was unique. He was different. He was attractive. And when I say attractive. Yeah, he was a handsome man, but when I say attractive, the things he did, yeah, it draws you. He walked to the beat of his own drum. I've always admired that. They did his autopsy, um, I believe, Friday. They they won't have results for weeks. Mm -hmm. However, there are a number of rumors going around from, like, TMZ. Mm -hmm. They say that there are photos of him in front of a Walgreens waiting for a prescription, and apparently he had... He had been at this particular Walgreens like four times that week, mm-hmm. getting a new prescription. The rumor is that a few days ago, before his death, that he overdosed on opiates um, to treat a chronic illness that he was suffering Whoa. from. Okay. And the illness that he's rumored to have been suffering from is AIDS. No fucking way! Yeah. There's a rumor that he contracted AIDS in, um, in the 90s, the early 90s. And he's been um, suffering from it since then. Well, and apparently, the rumor is also that he contracted the flu. And as you know, if you're, yeah. you know, if you have full blown AIDS and you catch any sort of virus or whatever, it's very hard to fight. The rumor is they had to shoot him up with some kind of yeah. drug to because he overdosed. That's the rumor. Yeah, and they had to shoot him up to revive him. But Prince was forty eight minutes away from where he lived. Yeah. But Prince was anti-drug. Yeah, he was a Joe. Well, no, no. Guess what? No, no, nobody no, 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 no. He needs. It. I meant oh, he no. was. I meant I. Had, drink, I don't know. He didn't do drugs. Yeah, I don't know if it was something that was to help him get a boost. Like sometimes when we're sick, especially when you have asthma, they give you steroids to kind of build your boost. Um, but it maybe became like no drugs later in his life, but I don't know about the early part of his life. I think yeah. if, if if the rumors are true and he had some sort of co- chronic pain. Then I can see where he might decide. You know, I need drugs. I to, need drugs to yeah. sustain my. Well, you know, he had yeah. before he performed at the Super Bowl here um, about six or seven years back. He had had hip surgery, so when he performed, yeah, yeah he had, when he performed at um, the Super Bowl here in South Florida, you know, he didn't do any of his dancing and move around. He just kind of stayed still. He did a little bit of something, but he didn't. Yeah, do the dance, the twins doing the dances. For yeah, him. he didn't yeah. do anything major. And he had just got done with hip surgery. So, yeah, some extra drugs could have been in the play. Speaking of that, Wendy Williams um, was talking about him the other night, uh, the other day, and she said that one time Prince summoned her to to hang out with her. You know, know, like Prince does. He says, if you're, you know, if you interest me, I summon you. Come over. Even Erica Badu spoke about how close the relationship was, which I didn't know that that relationship was even around. Yeah. Um, But the thing about it is when she spoke of it, 
like he when it came down to understanding Christianities and the whole bit, he was kind of cornered talking about his religion because Erica doesn't believe in the same things. Yeah. But it was very very fun. But even with Erica, he was very. This is how it is. And like for instance, one of Erica Badu's best albums, he told her it wasn't done. And she, she got into her feelings. <laughs> she got into her feelings like, what? The the next story is, um, it's about Beyonce. Because okay. she did, last night, release a semi-surprise new album called Lemonade. It's called Lemonade, the visual album. Because she released, along with it, a mini-movie. An hour-long special on HBO. In which, you know, she plays a song, she does crazy stuff. It had cameos from Zendaya, uh, Manla Steinberg, uh, Serena Williams, um, and apparently it was really good. I can't say that I had time to watch it, but I fully plan to, even though I did get a chance to listen to some of the album. And the reason why, the real reason why I bring it up is because of some controversy. Because, you know, Beyonce can't take a shit without some controversy happening. And what happened was, there's a track on the, the album called Sorry. And some of the lyrics, and apparently this album alludes to an affair that Jay-Z had. Like, a, a large part of it, you know, you guys have heard the rumors about Jay-Z and, and Rihanna. We and, saw Solange. Yeah, yeah, we saw, we saw the fight, and I'm going to mention that in a minute. We saw Solange. But uh, um, some of the lyrics, one of the lyrics is, uh, wave it in his face, tell him boy bye, tell him boy bye, middle fingers up, I ain't thinking about you. He better call Becky with the good hair. So she she says that lyric in the song, and then Rachel Roy, you guys, you know Rachel Roy, the ex-wife of Damon Dash, who apparently back in the day allegedly Jay Z and Damon Dash used to share her. What the? Is what fuck? people say? Uh, she posted this on her Instagram uh, last night or this morning. She said, "Good hair don't care." That's the start of her caption. And this is after the lyric has been out and people are, you know, thinking like, maybe this is about her. And then she basically confirms it with that caption. So, of course, the beehive goes crazy. They start posting pictures of bees oh and lemonade and lemons god. on her Instagram. Oh, my God. Oh and my god. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard that she was apparently the catalyst for the fight that that Solange had with Jay-Z. In she the was? Elevator. That's the rumor. That apparently Solange got into it with Rachel Roy a few hours before the elevator incident because of something that was going on between Jay-Z and Rachel Roy. So they start posting all this crazy shit. The beehive goes crazy. They start buzzing and and doing all sorts of crazy shit. Start buzzing. (laughs) (laughs) They post all this crazy stuff on her Instagram and also her daughter's Instagram. And it's it just it gets really out of control. And so Rachel Roy then puts her Instagram to private because people are losing their minds. What the fuck? Um, and what else? And oh, and some more backstory on this. Uh, after after the whole elevator incident, um, Beyonce, you know, you know, Beyonce doesn't talk. She doesn't talk unless she's singing. Uh, after this, I'm sure you guys have seen this picture of Beyonce wearing a, a Leah shirt. On her Instagram. She's wearing this Aaliyah shirt. Really? That's sort of like, well, when Damon Dash was married to you, Rachel, he was also fucking Aaliyah. Ooh. And I'm, I'm team Aaliyah. So this this goes back pretty far. And this also might be she related. Put, she put, oh my This oh also wow. might be related to why Beyonce and Jay-Z didn't go to Kim and Kanye's wedding. 
because Kim is friends with Rachel. <gasps> this is some shit. This is some like <laughs> this is some young and the restless shit. This like this is okay. This is no what these Beyonce also she really don't like Kim. Yeah. The time they're doing the award show, Kim was sitting right next to Beyonce and uh, also Jay Z. It was at an MTV Music Awards mm-hmm. with, of course, you know, um, um, what's his face, her Kanye. husband, Kanye, yeah. was there. And you know, Beyonce wasn't even seeing her. Yeah. Beyonce wasn't even taking a look at Kim. She barely gave her any recognition. Yeah. And I and I they showed this. You can look at the MTV clips and you could just completely clearly see it. And it's like, well, God damn, Beyonce, like, Beyonce wasn't even caring. It seemed like she didn't give a fuck about who this girl was. Yeah. And quite frankly, I, I don't. I can't. I can't. Like, <laughs> if you're Beyonce, you got all this talent, and you're next to this talentless, you know, blow-up doll, I would feel the same. Uh, yeah, that's kind so of I, She ain't even a blow-up doll. She community pussy. <laughs> damn. Oh, wow. Right. Wow. Okay. Right. <laughs> Hold on. T- uh, I mean, am you I sound, wrong? You sound like Ray J. I had it first. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, how many other people in the community have? Well, a good number. A good like, number. Exactly. That's a nice and decent number. But you know, I really can't hate on her hustle because she's no managed to turn. Can, but you communicate. She's managed to turn that that pussy into millions of dollars. I can't. But be no, no, because no. her mama was smart too. Her mom, yes, her mom but was you know very what? smart. That, let me take. Made some. all of them relevant. <laughs> yes, that's true. I don't have much more, but a funny addendum to that story is that a lot of people. They heard Rachel Ray. I mean, they they heard Rachel Ray, even though it's about Rachel Roy. So what the Beehive has been doing is been posting shit on Rachel Ray's Instagram page, like a bunch of lemons and bees. Oh my! You know what? Calling they, her out, dumbass people. You like know sometimes I, I, people people take it too this fucking far. Is, this is funny. But I get I, you. One goddamn thing, she gonna have a dish on her show next week with that honey and bees. <laughs> some sort of up. some sort of lemonade Probably dish yeah. is gonna show up. Wait a minute! This is gonna be called the Beyonce. <laughs> right, this is the Beyonce dish. Um, right. Okay. Honestly, for pop culture, that's about it. There's yeah, a, another cool. thing that I'm not sure. I think I want to save it the positive moment. Okay, perfect. Oh, so you want to do the positive moment? I, I have a positive moment. Yeah. Okay. All right. Right. Something good that makes me happy. Yeah. Like all tingly inside. You yeah, want to take that moment? T- yeah, I'll take it. Ooh, your eyelid come out. You all tingly inside. You're tingly inside. All right, all right. So the day's topic, all right. And the reason why this particular topic came up, because when I read the background of it, I myself had to question everything in regards to it. So the topic of the week, should we keep the term gay? Should we keep the term gay? Now, let me explain why. And I'm going to go through a little bit of a history here that me, for myself, I had to really, really kind of think twice about it. I actually got this from, I believe, the Huffington Post in terms of the term gay. So I'm going to read out a little bit the word gay, all right? And the word gay, I'm going to give you guys a little history, a little synopsis on the term gay. The term gay seems to have its origins around the 12th century in England derived from the old French word gay, G-A-I, which in turn probably derived from the dramatic word, which that isn't completely known. Now, the word's original meaning meant something joyful, carefree, full of mirth, and bright and showing, right? However, around the 17th century, the word began associated with immorality. By the mid-17th century, according to the Oxford Dictionary definition at the time, the meaning of the word had changed to mean addicted to pleasures and, dispis- and dis- dissipations. Excuse me. This is an extent which often means loose and immoral life. 
This is an extension of one of the original meanings of carefree, meaning more or less uninhibited. Fast forward to the 19th century, and the word gay referred to a woman who was a prostitute. A gay man slept with a lot of prostitutes. Okay? But basically, you were considered to be a gay man if you slept with a lot of female prostitutes. Again, it's still in the heterosexual world. Now, at this time, the phrase gay it meant to have sex. With these new definitions, the original meanings of carefree, joyful, and bright and showy were still around, but not so much, it wasn't necessarily exclusively to being promiscuous or being a prostitute or sleeping with prostitutes, all right? So around the 1920s and 30s, however, the word started to have a new meaning. It, the word actually meant, the term sexual meaning of the word gay men no longer meant sleeping with a lot of women who are prostitutes, but it referred to men having sex with other men. Or there was another word, gay cat, G-E-Y, cat, at this time meaning homosexual boy. In 1955, the word gay officially acquired the new added definition of meaning homosexual males. Gay men themselves seem to have been, have been pretty much thriving the, thriving the thrust of the word with a new definition as they felt, and still many do use the term homosexual, but many have problems with it because they thought homosexual was more clinical, like more of a clinical term. Right, wasn't it? Wasn't it literally a clinical diagnosis? Yes. It was only recently taken out of like the what's that name of that book with all the diagnoses? Um, uh, I know what book you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know. Okay, I okay. can't remember it. We'll we'll post about it on the, on the website. And apparently, basically because of this, it was considered to be a disorder. Right, like a mental disorder. Yes. Yeah. So the gay community didn't like that. They didn't like that so much. So because of the fact they didn't like the word disorder, they adopted the word gay. Now, as such, the comment against the gay community referred to one another as gay for decades, even before the, you know, the term actually became official. Reportedly, the homosexual men were calling each other gay as early 1920s. So at this time, homosexual women referred to as lesbians, not gay. All the women were referred to as gay, but the word mainly, mainly pertained to women who were prostitutes. And they had not yet 100% disappeared at this time. So since then... The meaning of the word homosexual has steadily been driving out other definitions, and that's pretty much has been floating along during the course of time and gradually begun uh, supplementing the word lesbian as referring to women who are homosexuals. Now, the thing about it is, once you learn the meaning of the term, do you still think the word gay should be used? Now, also, the black community. Have the black community really adopted the word gay, the black LGBT community. So first, first, I want to kind of go around the table. What do you think of the word gay? For me, Especially gay, to learn this meaning now. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really interesting etymology of the, of the word. Um, I'm surprised by a few of those things. Especially because I remember watching some old movies and having people use gay casually, like you know, oh, he's he's very gay today. And I, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. a kid, I'm watching, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what, am, what am I, who's, who's he fucking in this movie? Like, <laughs> they were just talking about how happy the guy was. Um, but they also say some of that was, like, the screenwriters being a bit subversive to kind of, you know, put in some gay context. But anyway, uh, to me, gay is just, like, it's just what I am. Like, I would say I'm a gay man. Like, I don't... I don't think of any other sort of connotation to the word. So have you there, embraced that word? You've embraced the word gay? I guess. To me, it's not even... It's like saying I'm I'm black. Like, that's that's what it is to me. It's like just 
part of who I am. Okay, know? okay. So when you say it like that, the term right. gay, because I think about black people in general, when you say the word gay, some of us still have some issues with that <laughs> because of the fact yeah. of almost the weight that it carries. Hell, some of us have can, issues with being black. You know, just yeah, saying yeah. the word black. And let's <laughs> yeah. keep that shit real, yeah. too. African-American. But, and, you know, like the, <laughs> which, I, which I have no problem with. But black, you want to call me black or African-American? That's fine. I don't care. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, but some people have problems with the term gay because it's, yeah. first off, it is a label regardless of what people don't like labels. But gay in itself, uh, especially learning the meaning behind that and how much immorality, how much loosely it was actually, even even be, even in the same meaning and definition as prostitutes. Right. That kind of gets me a little bit. Yeah. I, I, so I don't know. I don't know. I, what do you think, JT? He got this evil smile. <laughs> I, I mean, well, no, I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, JT? Being a man whore. Oh, or a he bitch. God damn. And learning these definitions. A he bitch. Yeah. I, I never heard of a he bitch. Yeah, like Deuce he Bigelow, man? male chickalo? Yeah, oh, yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow. That's where I get a term from. He bitch. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. He bitch. That's, that's, that's a good superhero name. <laughs> <laughs> but learning these other new definitions, I've always knew gay as being happy. Um,. I don't care for the term, but I don't. It don't matter if you call it to me or not. Um, but why don't you care about the term? Because shit, that means Gloria Gaynor. It's raining men. I'm looking for bitches and chiffons and um, what you call them? Big feathery shits they wear around and parading around the dance floor. Oh, the, oh, the peacock furniture. Yeah, peacock no, the shit those? they wear around their necks. The shawls. Oh, the, sh- oh, the okay, feather shawls. Okay, all right, yeah, right. feather boa. Feather Really? I didn't know the next one. That's a proper term, really? Yeah, see, you just taught me something. But (laughs) that's what I see. So you you associate it with very effeminate. Right. Is there a name you would prefer? No. Just call me by my real name. (laughs) Just call you by your name? Yeah, you know, I'm a man who fuck guys. That's it, you know. Well, Chris was mentioning earlier some other terms. Well, he likes saying gender loving. Well, I mean, the reason I'm going to bring this out is because there's a lot of terms that, one, first off, when it comes to terms itself, I think a lot of the white gay community brings out more terms than anything. They get more labels than anything. But same gender loving, SGL, a lot of people seem to be okay with that. Actually, I am okay with that. Men, MSM, men who sleep with men. You know, men, some people, I have my issues with that. <laughs> because if, if anything, why... See, that to me makes it more about the sex. And thank you. That's you what can, I was th- You yes. can be gay and never have never sex talk about with anybody. Bingo. Some people, and I've met people who have identified themselves as gay but never slept right. with a man. And also, you can be gay and have sex with men and never love a man. Bing. Like, and so, there are... And trust me, it threw me off. Right. It threw me off when I said, how can you, how do you know you're gay? And most of them would say, well, wait a minute, Chris. You know, you know exactly who you're attracted to. So just because you don't mean that necessarily right. have the physical contact with another man doesn't right. necessarily mean you don't know what you, right. what, what you really are. There are a ton of people in the Midwest that are Listen. gay as fuck and never fucked anybody. Yeah. So, I mean, Listen, you know. Because I had a concubine last night. had a nice red ring on. When I say nice, nice red ring on. He goes home to his woman. Well, that's where the term MSM came from. Because of the fact that a lot of people who didn't identify themselves as gay, they did, they had to find another category. And that was not even a category that people within men with themselves came up with. It came up because clinically they had to come up with something. So that was more of the governmental departments, the Department of Disease Control and all that. They had to come up with a term to put them in a category. See, but the lazy part of me doesn't want to say that many words. 
So you would use SGL. You would use. No, gay. I wouldn't use it. Like no. Then I have to explain what SGL means. That means I'm talking more. Let me just say gay and, and move on with my life. Like I feel like it's just uh, when you brought this up, it made me think of the fact that a few months ago, two months ago actually, um, uh, Huffington Post had this section called Gay Voices, and they recently changed it to Queer Voices. And they did this because they say the word queer is more inclusive. Okay. Because when you're queer, you can be along the spectrum. Like, you could be, you know, a, a boy who likes who likes girls but likes to dress up feminine. Or you could be a girl who likes who likes guys 80% of the time, but 20% of the time you want to have a girlfriend. Without. The word queer seems, to me, that seems more derogatory. That seems like, to me, the word queer is, like, weird. Yeah, that's that's I, what that reads to me. That. Queer means feminine coward to me. Ah, see. Whoa! Why would you go that far? See, to no. me, punk is that. Well, punk. Well, black people use yeah, punk. punk. Black people yeah. use punk. Yeah. Punk, punk, and sissy was the old words that we used. Yes. you get what I'm saying. Or sugar in the tank. Yeah, but no, <laughs> old no. school people would right. use that one. Yeah, you got a little sugar in this tank, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm like what? what, what but no, queer. <laughs> He said that too sorry, nicely. Sorry, said, no. no like my, he was used to saying that at one point. My mom has said that about my dad every time he gets sensitive about something. So I, Are you serious? That <laughs> made me laugh. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh Go ahead. <laughs> there was a blog written by the Huffington Post. The word queer is only offensive if you're a jerk. Now, me, I'm always... I'm not really mm-hmm. liking arguments like that because you're basically not really attacking the point. But yeah. when I read the article, she does attack the point. Her name is Sydney Chase. She actually writes this. The word queer is said to be derived from a 16th century term meaning eccentric. It was not until the late 17th century that the term queer was used in a derogatory manner to refer to effeminate males. In this strange wilderness of adolescence, LGBTQ does not apply to young minds. We are just an intricate web of youthful, androgynous beings trying to understand how we relate to the world and how many other cultures, which I do agree with. A lot of younger audiences do not agree with some of the terms and the boxes that they're put in. And so I can definitely see her meaning when she starts off. In many subcultures, queerness is a taboo subject that is inadvertently adversity that queer people have faced throughout history is astonishing. For example, beer records. Beer eggs, beer eggs, excuse me. For example, beard eggs or two spirits were common and a regular part of everyday Native American culture. Yet they were killed and fed to dogs by quote unquote heroes like Christopher Columbus. Only select groups of religious institutions sought to harm queer persons very much like today. Very interesting. Uh, in my youth, Queer kids were often referred to as effeminate, gay, or cross-dressers of sorts. Usually, those allegations were followed by words like faggot, fairy, and Nancy, etc. The word queer is one that still puzzles many minds today, depending on the context as it is used now as an umbrella term for a strangely diverse community, one that becomes more so every day. However, for non-queer persons... One question remains. When am I allowed to use the word queer? See, to me, you can call yourself whatever you want anytime you want. But the idea of queer being an umbrella term to encapsulate someone like myself doesn't sit well with me. Because I, don't, I feel like that doesn't identify who I am. 
And the reason why I say that is because I actually found this list on pride.com, six reasons you need to use the word queer. The first one is inclusivity, uh, meaning that it sort of covers, you know, everybody. Yeah. Uh, the second one is it's the unlabi, they made up a word, unlabelist of labels. And it basically says that having the word queer as an umbrella term for all sexualities and genders helps to solve the problem. It also accurately describes sexuality as fluid, which it is for many people. And I get that. I find that um, just from personal experience, the people that use queer are people who are sort of sexually fluid, people who sort of don't put themselves into any category yeah. for the most part. Yeah. So queer kind of covers everything that they could possibly be or want to do. Right. Um, number three power and being reclaimed and I get that people like to reclaim words you want to take it back and actually you mentioned the root of the word queer which is eccentric mm -hmm. and that to me I'd rather I'd rather have the term gay for myself which the root is happy mm -hmm. than to have a word eccentric because what? I'd rather be considered happy I'd rather people look back and see you know the word happy associated with me as opposed to the word queer I'm sorry the word eccentric hmm. well, like well, eccentric isn't Usually, if you call somebody eccentric, you're not saying something good about them. What does it mean? It means that you're weird. I'm okay with that. You're I'm odd eccentric. and strange. I'm okay with that. No, not not like like that's that gives like if I describe myself as weird, that's fine. But no, if someone else describes me as weird, that's you know, let, let me say you know, what that, I've learned is that, that, that people who use it's, word, it's, wait a minute, hold up. People who use the term eccentric, what I've learned yeah. is usually they have money. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're eccentric, it's usually you got money with you. Uh -huh. So therefore, they're not going to have the balls enough to tell you that you're weird in your face. They're going to call you a different label. They're going to call you, well, he's a little bit off, but yeah. he's okay. See, but what got he, money? Like, who wants to be called Prince off? Was eccentric? Yeah, but I that's all right. When you're a celebrity, eccentric. when you're a celebrity, you can be eccentric. Uh, shit, but because they you want to yeah, like you. what you're saying, you exactly. can afford to be a center. But I can't it. afford to be a center. <laughs> all right. Well, my broke. <laughs> listen. Well, my broadcast is eccentric, and I base I I embrace it. Wait a minute. Who calls you a Who centric? calls you eccentric? Come on now. People know. call you that? Hey, people call you Who calls you eccentric? Yeah. It's a couple Black people might use the word eccentric. No, they might call you a character. <laughs> Black people don't use the word eccentric. Yes. You're a character. Black, I wouldn't yeah, call they you eccentric. They, they would call you a character. Like if you wore they funky call clothes you, or something, they, would they, call they you might different, call you eccentric. But they wouldn't call you eccentric. No, I've had a couple of people call me eccentric. White people, mixed people, what? No. <laughs> I'm serious. I, wanna, I really want to know. Really, really want to no, know. Seriously. It's Black people call of, you eccentric. It's a couple of them. Not eccentric. all of them. A couple of intelligent. Gap, gay people Black say that. Gay, gay no, Black no, no, people no, no, say no. that. Straight people. I'm curious as to why. Ooh, what, why what, 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 what had you done to, to cause that reaction? Eccentric. Yeah. Well, I always say this. I want, I want to the beat of my own drum. It's different things that... Certain uh, things I won't say on the podcast... But there's certain things I've done. When you started editing, when you started editing, oh, that, no, 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 I'm gonna call you out on Tell that one. When you Don't be rolling your neck at me, Khalifa. <laughs> Don't you be rolling your neck at when me. When you started editing yourself, but no, but no, um, honestly and truly, but it's a lot of things that I've done as a child growing up that I did get the title of a, a eccentric. Um, it. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no, I based on my musical taste, people have called me eclectic, and which is I've pretty gotten that before. You've gotten that before. I've eclectic. But no, yeah. I, I mean, I like strange shit. I, I really do. And 
you guys don't know that because uh, I, it's not that I hide it from you guys. It's just that you haven't seen it around. Like, well, who, what average black person talks about astrology? That's why I think that you do belong in a different category. I would never. No average black male normally like talks about astrology. I love astrology because mm-hmm. of the backbone of what it is for many reasons, and I found that very interesting that you learned it and you were actually more into it in different aspects. Mm-hmm. So for me, that, that I would, would, yeah, that would make you. I would that would make you eccentric. And mm-hmm. then when I look at the fact that your obsession, which by the way the book is coming soon, I'm make sure I force his ass to make sure I write it. His book pertains to understanding the sexual organisms. And understanding many aspects of it that can really break it down to layman terms, yeah. I think that's really uh, something that most black men that I've never seen would be willing to even want to break that down. Yes, yeah, I do found that <laughs> <laughs> I do find that that would be in the eccentric category. That those things to me. So for me, I do look at you as many aspects that this is, is, is very funny that you'd be willing to coming from the from the area that you come from to be one race to be a father within the gay community. Believe in some of the beliefs that you do, and also the way that the patterns in which you raise your children. Some people would actually say, you know what, it is kind of eccentric, but it works for him. So I would put you in that category. I would. I would. See, I think the problem is in my head, someone eccentric is somebody who has like, I'm like picturing some some like crazy haired white woman in like. <laughs> Like a, like, <laughs> yeah, and like wow. she's, got, she's got shawls on, she's got a flowy dress, and she she's like reading but she's crystals. Rich. No, 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 no. She like she's just above homeless. Like she lives, she has a Are house. You serious? Her house never. is cluttered, full of shit, like weird shit. And she's she reads tarot cards, and she's eccentric. <laughs> yes, I could. Yeah, yes. But no, honestly, you guys ever watch Clueless? If you ever watch Clueless? There's a teacher in that in that movie. This weird white lady. She's eccentric to me. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the movie. Yeah. I don't remember this Listen. real white lady. Yeah, because they Listen. were they lived in a very affluent yes. neighborhood. You well, know. Just, <laughs> wow. She wasn't quite as weird as I described, but she was. Listen. She was odd. Go ahead. I'm gonna say this, and this is me being very vulnerable, so I'm gonna say this once. Go ahead, it's recorded. I know. (laughs) But I want y'all to shut up and don't ask me no questions. All right, go ahead, go ahead. All right, don't judge me. As a kid, everybody knew I was gonna be in funeral service because uh, I had my own funerals with my toys. If my my brother G.I. Joe got torn up, it had a proper burial, and I'm not ashamed of it. Um, Even with the kids, when they. I bought them hamsters. When the hamster died, I gave them a proper burial. It wasn't no throw it in the garbage. They got put in the ground. You know, I made, I shined and painted up a little box for it. And actually, that that actually became a little small business, but it got too high in demand, and I had to let it go. But that actually is also a business that I probably can pick up later down the line, because death has a very big price tag on it. But it's how you do it. But yeah, but no, with the hamsters and stuff. I buried them. They had um, made smaller makeshift caskets and buried them and stuff like that. Little things like that makes me eccentric. And I'm not ashamed of it. I'll do it tomorrow if it needs it. But um, it's just one of those things that me being interested into funeral service and being in funeral service, it got my attention. But you know what, to me, I do find that to be a good reason as to why people would find you essential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the term gay, right. queer, would you accept the term if somebody called you queer? Not no, but hell no. Uh, now, see, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. 
I don't think black people would. First off, well, see, what black person have you ever heard to use the term queer? That's you? the point. We don't use it. And for me, Wait up. Wait, you know what? I said, I said you right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was saying black people don't use the term see, queer. See, he got offended. You saw how he put his screen. He was like, what? Ready <laughs> <laughs> to fight. Like, I, don't know. I thought he was going to take out his earrings. <laughs> and he don't wear now. The, the he first, like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I, I've, I've seen queer use as prevalently now is like on online on like tumblr and it's amongst like the younger generation that's what i've seen you know why you're black or all all like across the board like um like uh you know you kind of write about that i think i think all i, I feel like it's 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 younger and it's due to the internet you got a tumblr hmm? yeah of course i did uh-huh, okay. not, not one of those porn ones like like some people so here's my thing black people and the terms Yes. Gay and queer. Right. Do we really use that shit? No. Well, unfortunately, we don't use those terms, but the terms we do use for, I'm just going to say homosexuals. Are more derogatory. Or very derogatory. Punk. Like, you call them punk, you call them down low, you call them, um, what else do you call them? Uh, uh, give you, me you, some words. You can get, uh, Well, you definitely use the term gay. Yeah, you know, faggot. Gay, like you, faggot ass. They, they would you use faggot. You use a very derogatory You want to get Jamaican bumba cloud? Like, you use all Everything kinds of shit. derogatory. So, actually, our culture, we're harsh when it terms to dealing with people of gay culture. Now, I mean, and, and the thing about it is, the term itself, you know, the term itself really derived from not black people. But at the same time, it derived from very ugly beginnings. But you know what? And that's why it means like, do we really want to embrace the term or have we just simply changed the term? Well, the point is, this shit go back years. I'm going to make y'all look in y'all phones, so get them ready. <laughs> but um, James Stewart, I'm going to repeat that, James Stewart. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know who James Stewart is... Y'all call him King James. Was a homosexual. We know. Not a lot of people know that shit. Yeah. The religious lot, ones don't. Know. But a wait, lot wait, of people wait. don't want to accept that. King James Bible? Yeah. Yeah. King when you James. said James Stewart, I thought you were talking about Jimmy Stewart. No. So I was like, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I'm no, sorry, no. but I'm talking continue. about James Stewart. <laughs> continue. King James <laughs> on the Bible. You I didn't even know he had a last name. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm surprised I'm he's sorry. even bringing this up right yeah. now. But the re- no, no. The reason I bring that up because of. Most and and since we're talking about terms, this is a term because most people in the church they won't say they say, well, you know, he'll look sweet. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They won't embrace the term gay or something like that. Um, sometimes you hear him say it, but it's more of well, he'll look sweet. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying, but you follow this book to the T that comes from a homosexual, and I'm not gonna get religious, but I just have to put that in there. You follow this book that comes from a homosexual, but you want to accept the life that the, the man who you praise lived. You know, I think, uh, me personally, I know a lot of black people are not ready for that conversation, but you know what? We can have that conversation. We can have a whole separate I podcast. We can have a whole separate podcast. Because that. I need to be educated about this because I have oh, no idea. There may, there may be some information that you probably going to know if we do have that podcast. And tell you what, I think we should have that podcast. Yeah. I think we should have that podcast because a lot of people will really hate us. I know that, but a lot of people will really be educated by us. No, and that's the, that's the thing. You really need to be educated by it, and not to put a plug into um, to the guy. But I really like this guy, and I watch him on YouTube. His name is Ray Hagen. 
Oh, God. As a matter of fact, I, I hooked you on to Ray Hagen. I, yes, you did. And and, I did watch a lot of his right. stuff. Yes, and Ray Hagen is a very deep brother. And to give you a little bit of basic history about Ray Hagen. Real quick, go ahead. Yeah. Ray Hagen was a Baptist preacher who, back in the day in the 80s and the 90s, it was like you had to go back to Africa to see your roots. Mm-hmm. And when he went to Africa, he saw that a lot of the shit that we was taught in the United States wasn't true. You know what? And the thing about it is when we come to Ray Hagen, I mean, there's a lot of ministers who are now discovering a lot of things. Yes. Because going back in the day, so basically a lot of our religion, uh, correction, our culture, because we are so, we take religion as it is. It is the only word in the word. But the thing about it is, though, a lot of people have not been educated on it. And I definitely want to have, you know what, now that we bring it up, that should be our next podcast, really, quite, quite, quite frankly. Okay. But the term itself, gay mm-hmm. and queer, we as a generation have not really accepted. So what word will we take? What word will we accept? Yeah, let's just be the final question. What word would, me personally, gay is okay. acceptable? Okay. It's so it's so prevalent that I can't run away from it, and I can't I can't think of something else to replace it. Okay, but so you, you I, accept I, it. I agree I, to disagree with yeah, that. Yeah, I have yeah. to. Like it's on, it's on all. Like I feel like it's it's gotten so it's like I said so prevalent that it's used so casually now to where it's no longer by the majority looked at as necessarily a derogatory term. It's just a term for yeah. someone who isn't strict. Yeah. So, and my question is to you: yes. in terms of the word "gay," you have accepted it. It was already in creation before you were even born. Right. You've accepted it because you're used to it. But is that a term that you wear comfortably? If, well, other than the fact that gay is still looked at something that makes other people uncomfortable, like even if you imagine, if you mention it in a casual setting, people might feel a slight discomfort. Other than that, if you ask me, if you start mentioning like, uh, oh, she's hot, or are you dating? I'll mention that I'm gay. Like I'll I'll say something about it, and it doesn't it doesn't personally bother me. Okay, so you're okay, okay, JT. Me personally. I don't care for the terms or labels. I hate to be labeled. And I hate I, that too. I and I and that. I guess me living a that free spirited life that I do sometimes, mm-hmm. that was me. Because when people ask me, I tell them I'm me, twenty four hours, seven days a week. Because my personal, I thing, feel like you say that if they say what's the time, you'd be like I'm me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. When people go to asking me questions, do I like girls? Do I like boys? What do I like? I'm me, twenty four hours, seven days a week. And the reason I say that because uh, when I started out in this lifestyle at 23, that's when I kind of jump head first in. Even though my quest and search was for boys, I've always took a girl home. It's a club, local club here. I won't call the name of it. But when I went to this local club, even though my objective of going in this club to take a boy home, I always took a girl home. Interesting. So I was able to get away with it for years. You know what? The thing about it is, I think well, people could always, especially now, children by the age of thirty. Especially in our culture, a lot of people expect children in the late twenties, early thirties. They do expect a lot. There are a lot of expectations. Mm-hmm. So you will by just by being the lifestyle or the life that you have. I really don't want to use the term lifestyle. I don't hate the term that, lifestyle. That sounds like you're doing it's something. like it's a fad, you right, know. It's right. not, and it's not a fad. But the thing about it is, people will automatically 
put you in the category. Since our category is very different from the uh, the white gay culture, mm -hmm. and many aspects of the white gay culture we have embraced because some of us, quite frankly, didn't know exactly where else to go. <laughs> so we yeah. we so we kind of fell under that umbrella. But the reality is, for instance, marriage. Now I'm not sure many black gay men really care about the term marriage. I'm not sure many black gay men care about adoption. I'm not sure. It's a question. It is a question, not necessarily saying that that particular portion of the topic tell you is why. permanent. People who have biological children who are gay. Um, matter of fact, with one of my friends that I met a couple of days ago, he was saying that his gay uh, friend's son don't want anything to do with him. And the problem is people force their lifestyle on their children. Your child is an individual. And being that your child is an individual, you let them develop themselves. Me and my partner lived with children in the house for nine years. And it's very rare that our sexuality interfered with their everyday life. We never enthrust Boy, we were all in each other's face and stuff like that because we gave them their own identity. Wait, how, how, what do you consider thrusting well, your life? Well, I actually, I had a, a friend who I fell out with. He used to take his son to gay parties. You know what I'm saying? Because was, a lot of people consider even having a relationship, like even having a boyfriend mm -hmm. as thrusting your, your no, life. No, that's true. Face. That's very true. No, no, no. Like, not that. Because if you teach your child to be the own individual, it's different. Right. But I, I say... How is that? I don't know about that one. I, don't know I feel like you can't help but you influence can't help, your but child. You that's like if you're, if you're religious. every day. Like, that's like if you're religious and you go to church every Sunday. You're going to take your kid to church with you. How's that any different than you having... Uh, uh, basically, a husband and you kissing him in front of your kids. Like, is is that that? I don't think there's any that because it's almost like, like children pick up on the words that you don't speak. They pick yeah. up on the words. That they but don't that's the say. thing. It comes to the point. You have to make a decision. Do you kiss in front of your children? Did you? No. You understand what I'm saying? That was a I, conscious choice you made because mm -hmm. you felt like you were influencing them. No, it wasn't a, con a point of influence. My personal opinion is, if it made them uncomfortable, it made me uncomfortable. But why would it make Be them uncomfortable? Because They're children. They don't know And your else. children go out into society. Yeah. And society tell them that this is wrong. And by society tell them this is wrong, when they leave your house, they get what everybody else says. They don't get what you're teaching them. You understand what I'm saying? And even to the point when they got older, and like the son... When the boys start coming over to the house, especially when I got into sex education, it was teaching them about right or wrong. You understand what I'm saying? What I did was none of their business, but it took for them to get older to understand that. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not thrusting my lifestyle on you, but I am teaching you how to be safe. The next question then becomes then, because again, the word, the word itself. Mm -hmm. They're going to come across in society regardless, gay and queer. They're going to come across that, whether they want to or not. Yeah. And the but thing about it is, though, the question then becomes, how many of your children are okay with that lifestyle and actually in that lifestyle themselves? Because that is the question that then becomes up. It's because that shows they're okay with it and by nature. It then begins to show 
that they are comfortable with it. Well, you know, I and mean, true. And I only got one, and this small with this girl, and she's married to a girl. But the fucked up thing about it is, the one person who she can come to, she didn't. Doesn't mean that she was influenced. Though, no, I don't think she or was comfortable. Right. I should say. To right. accept who but this people. is the one who came to me with everything. So it, it, it kind of maybe the fact that you you hid aspects and you did hide aspects of your your life from your kids made her feel like maybe you weren't fully comfortable with no with that and but because I, I think I mean I didn't see no, my parents making out all the time but I did see moments of affection. We did that. I mean, did you? You didn't kiss like my parents used would kiss on okay. occasion in front of me. No, we didn't kiss in front of them. But you know, we hold hands. Yeah, it's we it's, each other. it's times that we laid on the couch and he come okay. lay with me and okay. stuff like that. Well, that's different. I'm and thinking it, you're living this. You're pretending like your roommates. No, 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 no. We didn't live a roommate life because we slept in the same room. Okay. You know, and it's even times when the children, they whether they had a nightmare or not, a come and they get in the bed with us. Right. You get what I'm saying? Um, I put them in a the room, you know, or if I'm laying on the couch sleep, um, one of them come in and they get in the little corner that's available on the couch. Because mm-hmm. we had a long couch that actually was almost the size of a twin bed. Mm-hmm. So we had a a, a, hit, a a wide couch. And they'll come get on the couch. So when it comes to the term gay and queer, for the most part, some of us have accepted it. And some of us are kind of like, it is what it is at this point. Right. Not to say that you've completely embraced the term, right. but you've accepted it because it's something that you're used to. It was there before you were even born. It's just the way it is. And you've accepted it because of that. So by default, yeah. you've accepted it. By default. Yeah. And, and, would and you, I, would and you fall I say, that category? I say by default, I accept it. It's not a word that I care for. Would you say by default, you've accepted it? Yeah. By default, I have, I'll be honest with you, I accepted that category. Okay. By default, <laughs> by default. Okay. So you know that is something very interesting. So Chris, you saying with you with your band, you ain't gone being gay and homosexual and all that <laughs> stuff you be doing. And with that note, I'm moving on the positive <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just cut my now, ass off. <laughs> now, now, usually, just for the word, I usually take this segment, but I'm going to pass this segment over to Darnell. That's right. With the po- you know what? Wait a minute. Hold on, because I got a couple things I want to positive to what? share regarding Prince. So you know what? Let's share that moment. Go for it. I'm gonna we'll, have we'll you go first. This, we'll call this the Purple Podcast. The, 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 the no, purple. say say your Prince moment. Okay, all right, all right. Now, there's a lot of things that a lot of people did not know about Prince, and and I just want to kind of bring this up because I found it very interesting. There was a recent interview that was actually done not that long ago pertaining to Prince, and that Prince actually was so into helping people, he would actually use his concerts as a cover to bring in community leaders together in that town, like in Chicago for a particular reason, New Orleans for a particular reason. He would do a concert in that area, but that, the concert was as a cover. Vendors were not allowed, certain people were not allowed. He would use it to bring the community leader, leaders of that area, to bring them together, to resolve and try to see how can he contribute to those areas? To me, that's something that a lot of people within the, the community don't know about Prince. I thought it was outstanding, the fact that a lot of people did not know that about Prince. Now, another thing that people did not know about Prince, Michael Jordan owes a lot 
of his riches because of Prince. The first person to design his shoe was Prince. Michael Jordan, till this day. And by the way, when it came down to um, even the topic of, you know, Prince doing anything, uh, Van Jones was a very good friend of Prince. And he spoke about the things that he did. He used to do in the White House. He left the White House and how he also spoke about how Prince basically had to say, you know, because he was feeling down that he basically is no longer in a job working with the White House. I mean, that's a very important position for a black male to be in. And he no longer had that job. Prince told him to go to two weeks in Jerusalem. Pray about it. Come back. Name the things that you want to do. I will help you do it. That's just a side note. Now, that's just, just so people understand the background of why Prince was involved in the community efforts that he was. He was the one that told Michael Jordan, you should do this. He sketched it himself. And that's why Michael Jordan got into the business that he's at. You know what? I don't know about that. <laughs> but guess what? Prince was rich as hell at that time. So, you know, do you really think Prince cared about money? Prince didn't care about his name at this point. I don't care. Shit. Prince don't care about his name. Listen, Air Prince Jordan name was so Prince. Like when you are Prince or Michael Jackson or Whitney Houston, do you really care about your name being promoted as much? No. You want to, He made an effort to do something. Prince also, when he was the artist formerly known as, the symbol itself represented an African symbol mixed with male symbol and a female symbol. And when you look and you make the connection, that's exactly what you got. These are the things that many people did not know about Prince. And that made him so unique. He was very outspoken with Kim the Kim Trails. He was very outspoken in terms of the things that the society does not know of. He was a very, very interesting character. And I got to tell you, me personally, aside from the music, we know this man made hits. We know Scandalous. I love Scandalous. I love when it came down to when he made the Batman soundtrack. I still love Party Man, okay? But I laid so many other songs that we can adore. But the other side of Prince, he didn't want it known. He wanted it in secret. And that was the thing I do adore about Prince. To me, that's a very positive moment. Go ahead, Darnell. Um, my positive moment is uh, sort of a, a small victory for black women and black people in general. Harriet Tubman is going to be on the $20 bill. Uh, they're going to start, they're going to have the design out by 2020, but it won't actually be into circulation by 2030. But this is, this is a pretty big thing because, as y'all know, the money has been. Uh, basically old dead white men plus Sacagawea. That's, that's been the money for centuries. So she's going to be on the $20 bill, and that made me very excited because she deserves it. Like, if you look at true American heroes, like they talk about American heroes and all this bullshit, she's a true American hero. Like, if, if the story of black people in this country was a novel, we would be the protagonist, all right? Because she saved over 700 people from slavery she was kick-ass. They called her Moses. This woman, she 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 got hit in the head multiple times. She suffered from she suffered from seizures, and she still made multiple trips from the south to the north, uh, carrying our people. So I think that's pretty fantastic. And in, in inclusion to that, um, they're also going to have some some suffragettes also on the money, 
with uh, I believe on with the ten dollar bill with Alexander Hamilton. So that's pretty awesome. Okay. That made me happy this week. All right, all right. So that that's our positive segment. Just want to make sure. We, JT, you have any opinions of that? Any any uh, ideas on that? I'm just soaking it all in. Soaking it all in. That's all right. <laughs> so that takes us over to the. The rotated segment, usually the rotated segment, which is going to bring a little bit more interest of something, person, place, or thing that may be of interest that maybe don't get nothing I like. Um, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't have one. <laughs> Hold on. Did I give you a damn rotating segment last you, week? You gave, you know what? Actually, I should, you, he, okay, he mentioned the artist that I mentioned that was a gay rapper, Earth Tone. Now, now Earth Tone, you know, the reason why I brought this up is because I said, you know, let's kind of give more light to some of the L- black LGBT uh, artists, you know, black, black artists. And a lot of us did listen to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, JT's opinion was not necessarily uh, always in a complete favor of him. Well, what was your opinion? Um, my thing was he didn't... Um, he used other people's music. Um, he used um, sound bites to make his music... Um, I didn't have a problem with his music. It was very... I, I liked it, what he stood for. But my thing was... I wanted him to have something original. And he had nothing original. His words maybe was original, but all his beats was from a popular song that I can remember. How was it, his flow? His flow was fair. Uh, no. And <laughs> that's a C. That's, that's like, that's like a, a fair, that's like yeah. a, you know, average. When I did listen to him, the reason why I brought him out there, because I thought it was his flow was enough to where it should give some attention to. Yeah, I, I'll give him that much. Um, what did he rap about? He rapped about, I mean, he rapped about different things, but I know one where he rapped about um, meeting the guy in the club and, uh, you know, the first time of meeting him. And um, he just, he was... Across the board in, in many different categories. Um, but I did like what I heard. I actually listened to the whole album. Okay. I um, put it on while I was driving down the street from SoundCloud and I listened to it. You know, yeah. last week we were talking about Eden's Garden. That's what we talked about last time. The one that you missed. With right, the trans- right. Basically, it's a transgender show that's on YouTube. Yeah. But so far, Earth Tone, what I did listen to was songs. Yes, I did say the same things. I did kind of get the fact that, you know, a lot of the, the music you were talking about was, you know, you know but, but, I, I guess the, 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 the other part of me is like, we got to sub- start supporting, I should say, start supporting those who are actually, you right. know, doing Maybe he's the, doing that just to get his voice out. Yeah, and, and so I Especially, look at Maybe that. he can't afford to make his own beats. <laughs> it could be a serious Maybe we can, we can start a, a GoFundMe and get him a, a garage band. <laughs> Let's see. Know. Everybody want to do GoFundMe. You know, Give Forward is much better. Give forward? give forward? Yes. Okay, what is Give Forward? This is another part of the rotate, rotating segment. Give, me, give, forward give Forward is the same thing as GoFundMe, but what Give Forward does is it asks the people who donate to you to pay the fees for you, and their fees are less than GoFundMe. Give forward. I didn't know that even this existed. All right, you guys, go to our Give uh, Forward page, <laughs> giveforward.com slash brotherspeak. <laughs> and there you have it. Go ahead. But no, as me using it, it was a nice site. Um, if the person decided to pay the fees for it, you got, like, if they pledge $50, and let's say they took out $5 for it, if they pledge fifty dollars, they ask them to pay the five, so they paid fifty five, and you got the fifty, and give forward got the five. 
it was very detailed like that and that's what I liked about it and the percentage of what they took was less than GoFundMe and I gotta say this on their page it does say give four pages power the most giving ever this is actually being endorsed by Fast Company New York Times Inc Forbes CNN and also TechCrunch this most people who have raised over gave over one hundred and eighty-seven million dollars, six hundred and forty-eight thousand. So this has actually been a really good thing. I, which I, again, I never would have noticed this if you actually didn't tell me. Uh, thinking of you sent twenty thousand dollars, meals given two hundred eighty-nine, and a wish list item twelve thousand shared. This is actually a very interesting site. So you know what? I'm going to definitely put this on our site as one of the options. You know that people can be able to give. It also features. Featured fundraisers and it puts their picture right there. In which other cases, GoFundMe doesn't. Right. I don't see that. So this to me says a lot. So I really actually it does tell them how much they raised. Right. Um, so it's just a wonderful thing. And you know, honestly, I would definitely give kudos to uh, this particular site. Again, it's called GiveForward.com. Uh, many ways to help. One place to start. There you go. I love it. And they have a live representative. That makes it even live better. representative that calls you. Yes. To ask you how can they help you? I like this that. Song. Was the selling point for me okay. because they call even if your fundraiser not doing good. They call you to say, Hey, do you need me to send emails or whatever they they need to do on their end? They ask questions. So you have a live representative. That they appoint you to when you sign up for this site and they ask you how can you help get yourself to where you need to be. Okay, so that's actually two things we actually gave towards the rotating segment, which is not normally it's kind of either one or zero. But in this particular case, we definitely talk about giveforward.com as well as also the rapper Earth Tone. Earth Tone. We also have the rapper Earth Tone. I skipped the this bitch moment. Yes, you did. I have another messed up story time and we're gonna name her this bitch i don't have a this bitch moment do you have a this bitch moment i am copacetic i'm good okay well do you have a this bitch moment i normally do have a this bitch moment um uh who did you wrong what yeah, happened uh, no not did me wrong not did me wrong i did going back to prince again you know during this bitch segment where we actually just we want to air out some of the things that we've actually encountered personal place or a thing or things we have just seen on, on the news and the thing about it is what i don't like is when when someone buy when someone dies just give the fucking respect that's all that's it let the person rest let the person say Okay, I, I see we got a figure up there. Let the person be, and let that moment just be exactly what it is. Yes. I don't like it when Justin Bieber, when oh, one particular God. person said he's one of the greatest performers ever lived. Justin Bieber gets on fucking Twitter and or, and have the nerve to say, well, not the greatest. First off. Well, I think he said something like not living. Not Yeah, greatest living because he's he's made, he's he was trying to make a joke that he's dead. Okay, so he says he's not he's not alive. Anymore. Here's my thing: stupid. Certain things you just leave alone. You don't. If you were not a fan of Prince, fine. Let that shit be. If you weren't a fan, of, let the shit be. Don't bring in any other moments that, especially you being of the status that you are, where people allow yourself to be misinterpreted and people go after you. Certain moments, Prince has been around and have more talent in his toenail more than you actually have in your entire body. And this also goes to the Facebook people as well. 
a lot of people in Facebook are just, to me, fucking idiots. Don't go in terms of, oh, well, it's just another life. Because if it was your brother, you wouldn't feel the same goddamn way. And a lot of idiots really come out the woodworks when it comes to somebody of Prince's stature. By the way, he probably contributes more to a community than most of the motherfuckers on actually Facebook or any other place that could possibly say in their lifetime. So the moments that I saw on Facebook, I saw some very good, interesting facts. I myself also posted some things that a lot of people didn't know. But the thing about it is when I saw the people coming out of the woodworks to just make it as though it's absolutely nothing. Ah, oh, it's just another person. But yet, when the shoe is on their foot, they change it around. The bottom line is that sometimes you just got to be human for just a second. Don't be different. Be human. And just allow the moment to occur. Allow the person to, at least people to grieve. Allow purpose to express themselves in what they feel. Leave it at that. And we're done. JT. For me, uh... I've always been a fan of Prince. It's, I'm not in tears, you guys. I'm not gonna cry, but I speak in that light. So I'm letting you know I'm okay. But Prince has always been an idol for me from a kid because he was that different person that I had to look up to. Like we speak about a lot of the gay kids like Beyonce and they follow the beehive because they look up to her. Prince was someone who I looked up to because he was not the most masculine man in the world, but he always had a good babe on his side. And even 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 in life on Oprah and talking, Prince had split personalities and he embraced that he had split personalities. But my this bitch moment was not to go with what you're saying. I'm just I'm really into embracing this man and I love everything that he's put out there for me and everything that he gave us to listen to because uh, he spoke knowledge in his music and if you're not a Prince fan I'm sure Prince got a song that can take you through what the fuck you're going through but my this bitch moment to not um, get off the subject was I was at work and I was on the phone taking a order and one of my drivers came in my ear as I was taking the one and said, hey, you heard Prince died. I went blank. And the lady was like, hello, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? I'm like, yeah, ma'am, I'm here. I just need a minute. And she said, what's wrong? I said, I can't tell you, but I just need a minute. I didn't realize hearing the news that he passed would affect me in the way that it did. But when I got out the phone, I told this bitch, don't you ever give me bad news. When I'm on the phone handling business. <laughs> okay. Because uh, uh, it really drew me blank. Right. And this was like, oh, I didn't think nothing of it. You didn't know the magnitude. He didn't. You didn't know the magnitude that that would have on me. I didn't know the magnitude that it would have on right. me. Right. Because I heard when Prince went to the hospital. Yes. So yes. I knew he was very sick. Yes. But what pissed me off was this bitch told me at the wrong time and the wrong place. And it really affected everything around me. It's like my fast production that I was doing just kind of stopped and went into slow motion. 
So that was my this bitch moment. You know, this particular week, we may be dedicating a lot to Prince a little bit more, but you know what, guess because, guess what? This man has been around since the 70s, and his music has affected us in every sort of way. Right. And so, you know what? I think it's perfectly fine to actually dedicate a bit of that, of the show, definitely to yeah. an artist that I has affected you. us. Like, to, you know, I yeah. was thinking the other day, like, after he died, I was like, holy shit, we've lost Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, and now Prince. Exactly. Like, that fuck? is... Those are big, big nah, monuments. Superstars. Like, now, I'm going to ask this question, and I'm going to go around the room, and since we're going <coughs> clockwise, I guess I can start with you first. What is your favorite Prince song? I have to be honest. I don't know a ton of Prince songs. He was, his popularity was a little bit before my time, but I, what's my favorite Prince song? I remember him in the, the Batman soundtrack. Thank you for mentioning that. Um, Prince, my favorite Prince song. Shit. I like 1999. Okay. Because they, they played the hell out of that in 1999. So, right. Yeah. That was like the theme song. Yeah, that was the theme song of the whole year. Matter of fact, millennium. we were standing on the corner <laughs> because we didn't go out, me and my neighbors, because we always hung out in my neighborhood. And actually, 1998, 99 coming in, we was all on the corner drinking, listening to the radio. And when 1201 hit, everybody played 1999. Mm-hmm. Every radio station played 1999 yep. after yep. you came in mm-hmm. what was your favorite song Chris let me tell you I have a too many songs but I mean one song that really that I really liked about him uh, was during that same album even though I have several of them including his greatest hits album um, I love Scandalous I love when the song he did Money Don't Matter Tonight when it came down to Spike Lee's movie um, I love when he did so many songs but one song that does stick out uh, when it came down to discussing, and this is how he explained it: God versus the devil. Let's go crazy. Yes. Ah. Let's go. And I, the when he explained why he wrote that song, God versus the devil. Let's go crazy. I, I love that song. Wait, wait. Sorry, I, lo- I have to take back my selection. When doves cry, I fucking love when doves cry. That's my favorite Prince song. I take it back. Okay. I mean, but I, I, because when he explains his songs, you get a much better Thanks. understanding. Right. And again, I like many of us. I, listen, I love the Revolution. I thought it was the probably the best band he ever performs with because they were not just professional and damn good uh, musicians, but they also fit him yes. perfectly. Yes. I don't get me wrong. I love the new Pounder Generation. I love Cream. I I do I do love Diamonds and Pearls when he was singing with Rosie Gaines. I love the the, the the live performance he did with Rosie Gaines. Trust me, I, there's a lot of things about him. That's why it's so hard. But Too if I'm gonna pick out one, I would say Let's Go Crazy when he was talking about God versus the Devil, and that song was his version of that depiction. I love it. Mine. My number one. Is I hate you. Ooh. <laughs> and if you go to YouTube and listen to I Hate You, it's a really uh-huh. deep song. Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, for those of you who don't know, and I'll explain it, I love, no matter how happy I am, I love heartbreak music. I love to feel the soul that people put into music. That takes me places. And no matter how happy I am, I love that deep, 
soul of when you take me and I can feel your pain. So that's why I love I Hate You. Now, my pleasure song of Prince is On the Couch. And if I'm not mistaken, that's number 10 on the Musicology CD. You need Ooh. to check that out. <laughs> um, Excuse me. How did we say one? This bitch is two. No. It's a Prince stand. No. <laughs> but y'all don't understand. Y'all don't know Prince like I know Prince. You get what I'm saying? The Sign of the Times. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's true. That was a good soundtrack. Yeah. Too. Um, head. Oh no, nah, I don't know that song. Head until you get enough. Matter of fact, head you know was what? one of his popular was his pop so popular on this song. It's on three or four albums. Okay. okay, you know I do like Pop Life too. I should should have mentioned that Pop Life was actually yeah. one of the songs. But anyway, but you know what? I think we're going to end up, you know, just basically saying that we lost an icon. Yes, we, we did. We lost yes. somebody who has extremely touched all of our lives, and the best way to do that is through music. His version, his way, just him being who he was. He knew how to be a celebrity. And and on top of that, he let us yes. be come comfortable with who we are. In honor of Prince. So we thank everybody for joining us on this particular podcast. Again, we'll be coming at you next week. And you know what? Yes, we're going to be tackling that subject in terms of uh, uh, the history and the gay history. And woo, we might get some hate oh, mail on this one. We- <laughs> Lord Jesus. But we're going we're gonna to tackle well, that subject as the next subject. Before so. you hate us, please uh, find us at <laughs> brotherspeak.com and also <laughs> brotherspeakpod.com. Thank yes, you. Yes. And also on Instagram under the same name, Twitter. And uh, yeah, follow us. Okay, guys. So what we're going to do, we're going to take give you some time to get ready for next week. But in the meantime, please, please bless your time with a little bit of Prince songs, CDs, and, you know, just kind of collecting some information that many of you guys didn't know. So on that note, I'm not going to end what I normally end up with in my normal note, but I'm going to end it off with just basically live your life in a very purple Prince manner. Go ahead, JT. End it off. No, that was perfect. Good night. Good night.